Are there parts of motherhood that did not come naturally? Do you feel overwhelmed? Are there secrets you wish you knew in advance about the motherhood journey? Could you use a place to cope with motherhood, laugh your woes away, and lighten the mommy guilt? Welcome to Toward, finding a mom-life balance. Welcome back to Torn, finding a mom-life balance. Today, we are giving you Torn Therapy. So memes, I know we're in the midst of another school year. And actually down here in the Queen City of Charlotte, North Carolina, we actually just wrapped up our first quarter of elementary school. That's astounding to me. I was talking to some <laughs> of my students that are in college and they were taking midterms like at the end of September. Like what what exactly have we done? To August? <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> it's just summer is not the traditional summer. And I've been at a charter school, so public service announcement for all of you who want to claim that all teachers have every ounce of the summer off. We don't. It's over by the end of July. So, yeah, and I hear that. And it it makes me think about the overscheduling. It makes me think about no real transition of summer as a downtime and a real start to school. It just all comes to what I would bring to my therapy couch of the overwhelm and this fall in particular, like we're recording in the early third week of October and I'm already drained. Like I'm pooped. 2021, 2022, you've won. Yeah. The school year is hard and it's interesting because and, and I just keep praying about this, that it's not affecting the quality of work my elementary school kids are doing because the bar, the bar is getting lower. So, you know, for every single quarter at our kids' school, since they do project-based learning and it's a university model school, so you homeschool two days out of the week. Thank you, Jesus. It's only two days this year. <laughs> um, you know, they, they, this year, my younger child has the same first grade teacher <laughs> as Sam. And so we get the same project, this awesome landform project. And I think everybody was shocked by what Zeke took in. The quality was amazing. But totally not like Sam's because Sam's, you know, we had the desert. And so we had sand and camels and tons of animals. Um, we, I sent my older son, Sasha, the picture of his brother Ezekiel's project. And he's like, where's the animals? I'm like, yeah, we got two. We got two pirate seagulls <laughs> in this cake that's filled with marshmallows and Hershey kisses as mountains. <laughs> like It truly was the first time that one of my kids' projects looked like they actually did it. So kudos to Zeke because he did amazing work for a first grader. But he made Candyland, too. I want to yeah. go there. I, I want a one-way <laughs> ticket to Zeke's Candyland. Unicorn Island, here we all come. <laughs> yep. Even if I wasn't invited. I'm on my way. 
but that's that's the thing it's like so early in the year um we knew the transition from 100% remote to 100% in our building would take a lot it's a big back to school like no other but it's for me it's the mental strain it takes to get done what we're getting done anticipate and be okay with the uncertainty that things will just shift drastically uh a week into school on saturday morning my daughter works up with a fever two weeks later now we're dealing with an ear infection and like of course i'm thankful she's not something more serious and it happens that you know they go to school they're around each other you know we just get exposed to a lot of things but it's that on top of am I coming down with something who have I been around what notices have I gotten of anyone being exposed and leading a team and trying to model the resilience and the good habits and the juggling and doing it with joy and welcoming students in even though it's a little begrudging because I know lots of adults are just like, it's Thursday morning. I used to do laundry Thursday morning while teaching remote or doing, right? Like everything is a shift. We didn't know what we had until we had it. Then we we lost it. <laughs> and now we're trying to like appreciate new things. And I think that that has a lot to do why people have like either changed professions, decided to move, um, just taking leaps but all in the aims of like finding more of the joy and keeping some of the simplicity and that's part of what I'm finding really hard is that it's really hard to you know keep the weekend simple keep it to spending quality time like the, the routines have remained from our quarantine days and you know we're making sure we're dining together no matter the schedule and we're trying to adjust around things to keep what we appreciated about time with each other but the keeping it simple it feels like all the same things are being expected and then it could, it's like oh we're shifting and that feels more exhausting than it used to feel before yeah I can't quite put my finger on the and it's probably that. It's probably the lack of certainty that's mm-hmm. tiring and wearing down on me. Because remote living, we've done it all mm-hmm. the time. And homeschooling, we've done that for many years, too. But I knew something had shifted. And this is why I was like, man, we just got to do a therapy session. Because when I, <laughs> first of all, I was mad to find out that fall break was this week. I was also equally as upset when I got the notification that, you know, hey, fall breaks this week. And when we come back, well, mind you, my kids just went on a field trip like last week. And the week that they come back from fall break, there's another field trip. Like, why? And picture day already? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's this week for us, too. I can't. Like, I'm like, thankfully, some random Saturday, I took my kids to get their hair butchered. And then, because it always takes like two weeks. I'm telling you, the South is not the place for haircuts. I'll out you people right now. Like, not the place for haircuts. Grew up in New York. You can find the best barbers and stylists up in New York. Down here, I'm still waiting <laughs> for them to catch up. 
with our hair texture. So it always gets butchered. So you need two weeks to look like a normal person and like the haircut you asked for. <laughs> um, so thankfully, like by the grace of God, <laughs> I did that without even knowing that picture day was coming upon me. When they came home with the forms, I felt like I was going to start crying. I'm like, what is wrong with me? It's burnout, people. Mm -hmm. People are burning me out. <laughs> like, just can I be present today and not have to plan for three weeks in advance? Only to lead up to the day and find out you can't participate or someone is <laughs> sick or can't go. And to be safe, yeah, you're going to stay home and wait it out and see what it really is and all these other things that happen at the drop of a dime. Yeah. That's the other thing, Torn Tribe. For the past month and a half, every single Sunday, I've gotten scared about Sundays because someone has woken up with some ridiculous sickness, like ear infections, the cold, the flu, like you name it, it's been here. And I'm like, okay, now we're immune to the world. So please, can we get through the rest of fall, you know, the rest of fall without um, having any issues? But I think it's burnout from, like, the lack of certainty and the constant, like, sickness luring over you. And then you're, like, scared and trying to find the at-home COVID test kits and people, please, companies, can you please stop testing your people so we can actually find these at CVS and Walgreens? Because <laughs> they're, like, sold out everywhere. Not helpful. And so um, there's that. And then... It starts getting darker earlier. So that seasonal depression, I, I'm definitely affected by it. I need sunshine because <laughs> I'm already feeling like it's just rainy days and gray. Um, well, it's like you're up and it's dark and yeah. you're still at work and it's dark. <laughs> I know. I stopped that and at my house And you're just going today. home to rinse and repeat all of it <laughs> i know i get up it's dark right you're rushing getting the kids ready to head out the door to go to school and then i sit behind my desk at my desk behind the screen and you see and every transition of the sun <laughs> before you can move from there i know and then you walk out and it's dark again and so today i actually took a half day and so when i went outside and saw the sun i was like oh my gosh when was the last time I actually was outside <laughs> during daylight hours? Because it actually was quite an adjustment and felt good. But yeah, it's it's crazy. So you feel stretched even if you are doing the remote living. So feel some breath of sanity if you're feeling burnt out and you're just sitting in the same place all day long. Because that's how I feel. It's like I sit, I, I just move floor. Upstairs to downstairs, and I'm already stretched. So to deal with that, it's like I've accepted the fact that I am not trying to live outside of my comfort zone. So stretch goals, no thank you. <laughs> like, let's just do the regular goals, the same old, same old, and bring some form of consistency if we can. Definitely. I think you naming it it makes so much sense that it's i'm gonna go to my familiar place i'm gonna go into autopilot and try to ride out like a day with no 
highs and no lows. <laughs> let's, just, <laughs> let's just keep it right, steady, right in the middle. And that's with emotions. That's with completing things, checking things off my list. It's with tasks and plans. Let's just keep it where I'm juggling. Everything has remained in the air and I can keep juggling. Um but, yeah, and it's only my four-year-old having the tantrum. And not but, me. <laughs> but the additional, yeah, the additional challenge of like the growth and the adjustment and the change when change is happening all the time, even if it's not named, nothing has been consistent and nothing. Uh, it didn't get familiar or boring because it hasn't been the same. <laughs> There's been no. Um, no repeat play that we've done not on the work front not at the home front um makes it really I just think on my senses I think it's just like been an overload on my senses yeah and I and I think even being a words person there are certain words that have begun to trigger like when certain people talk about flexibility like give me a break much more flexible can you know there there's a point where you snap <laughs> like there's mm-hmm. not much more that you can be flexible or even try it, it becomes stressful to try to even take flex hours <laughs> like what what does that even mean so um i i think kind of to your point of like the set routine for me my coping mechanism when I'm at the point of burnout and just waiting for my PTO week to come or certain words are becoming like sharp glass in my ears is going back to what I typically do, which is pray like that. I prayer has become such a huge staple because it's turned from just, um, reflection to actually transformation so as i'm praying and sitting in the presence of god i just let his presence change me and refocus me um because we can hear we hear so much kind of like you were saying like we're overstimulated like we see so many things on a screen it's like why what is why do like awesome shows also have to be on the screen. <laughs> like, you know, it's like I move from one tiny screen of my phone or my tiny laptop to like my big TV, you know, um, or even reading. Like, I've stopped reading ebooks because I'm like, nope, I'm actually going to look at a real book because mm-hmm. I can't go from one screen to another screen and my eyes like physically feel tired from it. But prayer, I've noticed, um, has become stronger. It's been a practice that I've had for years now, but it's actually something that gets me up in the morning, through my lunchtime, through the end of the day. And even as I'm putting my sons to bed, it's like something that I I start praying over them. And I start just thanking God for the day um, and trying to notice all the goodness that is around me, which kind of makes the jarring things less painful. You know, for me, it's connection. Um, while I definitely was feeling like it, it felt like it was asking less of me to be remote. One thing that being in person definitely gives 
the little blessings and what I'm really grateful for is those moments where I touch base with a new student or I learn something different. And so I've been like helping on board for some quarterly work or like tutoring work and meeting students who are just so eager to put another thing on their plate like definitely they want to work and they want to get compensated for it but it's with the dedication and asking what are the next steps so they're curious and they're responsible and really polite and grateful for the information and grateful for the time and just building those relationships those connections those moments where it's not the begrudging correction of things that people aren't doing correctly in the hallway or in a classroom or having to introduce yourself because you don't want to just jump into the redirection that you're about to follow follow your name with but um really getting those moments where I'm seeing like another side of students has always been the highlight of my work day. And that connection at home, it translates to like different activities and time we spend together. If it's not new games, it's making something. And we, Sophie and I just made a wand, a little glittery wand from a kit that she had. And just, it was a short little activity, but learning like steps and let's look at the directions and the pictures in the directions and just seeing what she put together and what she wanted help with um those moments of connection definitely they slow me down they make me more present and they make me really grateful for things I find in other people either things I didn't know were there or things that I just realized how much I value in other people um definitely help me feel more aware and um like present in in the moment yeah I love that because that's like one of the things that we were talking about on another podcast like the lessons learned right the pausing Mm -hmm. the quality time and Mm -hmm. taking all that in and not losing that even in the uncertainty or the overwhelmed feeling is not losing that. And I think one of the things that I often crave when everything seems so uncertain and everything seems to be unpredictable and pivoting and having to change or I'm feeling stretched is centering myself on truth and hearing truth. And for me, being a Christian, that's the word of God. And so it's been it's been a true blessing to not only do that for myself, but actually go through that with my sons and my husband. Like we sit and we've been just uh, picking out verses. And now that they're older um, and most of them can read, it's cool to hear like what they've read in the morning and what they're reading at school um, or what they've learned in Sunday school and hear them share And that truth becomes louder and more relevant as we're hearing all the demands pulling us in a myriad of ways, right? And oftentimes it just feels like when we're feeling overwhelmed and we're feeling this torn feeling, it's because the voices outside of us have gotten so loud and so divergent and pulling us in opposite directions that it's nice to come back and hear truth and remember 
what is really important what really is a true urgent matter so that we could actually move with speed with purpose right speed and chaos right Mm -hmm. and not feel because I don't know like everybody doesn't work in the career of their choice and not everybody has like these amazing jobs that every single day is like oh I feel like I did something worth spending 13 hours doing (laughs) you know that Mm -hmm. the word for me brings it back to truth and I'm like even if I am sitting here for eight hours and not seeing the sun sometimes um this is this is the truth and this is really my purpose and my calling and to be able to share that with my sons and see them taking it on in their like different endeavors has been refreshing and along those lines of um finding like that clarity i think about accepting that this is how I feel or where I am in the moment when I am in autopilot because Torn Tribe, you don't always have to have the answers. There's not one strategy that fits for everyone. I think being able to admit, hold on, like it doesn't, nothing feels like enough. I'm in this spiral where it's like more things to do. I'm spreading myself thin. I'm burning the candle at both ends and not feeling like I'm making progress. And when you stop and accept that that's the moment you're in sometimes no matter that you didn't check another thing off it all falls away and you can see and again going back to like much valued lesson learned that it the more simple can sometimes be exactly what you need I think just in that pause of accepting like I did start to spiral it wasn't feeling like I was making progress and letting it all fall away can bring you that clarity of what you need to just find the peace, accept the moment, um, and move forward and having that grace with yourself because we're all going through it and, and we're in some different perspective of it or at a different phase of it. Um, but I think having that grace ultimately, um, helps you to persevere and, and kind of get back in tune with yourself because I think, I have more and more moments and I think (laughs) in my youth pre-family pre you know like in more like early in my education early adulthood I was so carefree that I feel like when I do feel the elephant sitting on my chest he's heavier like maybe it's like doubling (laughs) up the worries of a lifetime (laughs) because I'll have those middle of the night feelings and not it doesn't feel like enough time or I have so many things at the same time and as soon as I can allow myself the you're doing in many directions all the time and take that burden off of myself then the path to like what I'm supposed to focus on to get that clarity when I give myself that moment And I do think that's God and I do think that's the universe lining things up and it's telling me to take away the anxiety of what is to come and taking away um, the worry of what was in the past and, and keeping me in the moment because all those other things kind of fall away when you accept that like you're only right here right now and so the 
a good interpretation that I heard of like what the worry is when you're looking back and the anxiety of anticipating the future is keeping you from the present. Um, I think when I allow myself to like, you're just spiraling and pause and stay right here right now. And it's like, what can you do with this moment? Um, it definitely brings me more peace. Yeah. And then that's kind of like the, other aspect that I was going to share because it's that inner awareness Mm -hmm. if we just silence everything else that's going on around us and really spend time just getting aware what's going on inside of us um that kind of when I do that it motivates me to do the next thing or not do the next thing (laughs) you know so Mm -hmm. um that I've been spending a lot of time just doing that and realizing, okay, but why, why is the word flexibility bothering me so much? Or why is this uh, email notification causing so much, uh, you know, emotion um, flowing through me? Okay, maybe it's time to like share the calendar with someone else or ask for help or, just sit and pray again about it and let it go. Um, but I think that inner awareness is key in order to, to keep yourself sane. Um, and I, I think it's the okay torn tribe to recognize the feelings because it's not stop having the feeling, right? We're, mm-hmm. we're human. And so because we're human, Um, We are going to have limits. We are going to get tired. We need sleep. We need rest. We need space. We need to recharge. And we are uh, not omnipresent. We (laughs) can only be in one place at one time, Um, even though we like to be in a certain place and thinking that we're in a different place. Um, (laughs) And believe me, Torja, I've been trying to figure out how to clone myself. Um, (laughs) for many years, but yes, I think it's important to recognize our limitations and not be sorry for them, but embrace them. And, uh, so Torn Drive, I would love to hear more about like, what is it that's tearing you apart these days is giving you these torn feelings, how you're either overcoming them or not. Um, and how we could partner together through this because, it's it's just the natural part of being a parent and being a human. Um, it's a common dealing it's a common emotion. And yeah, we, you know we share it, even if it shows up in different ways. And now for our men's segment, where we share a highlight from the week. So memes, what's mending you these days? Well, along the lines of these things that help us, I was um, mentioning to you that I I was hearing something about like getting back in touch with having fun. And so for me, um, a really guilty pleasure I have, but that reminds me of childhood and feels fun. Like I can't remember when I didn't is my favorite ice cream is from Baskin and Robbins and Torn Tribe. Forgive me if I've mentioned this to you before, but my mint chocolate chip ice cream is not just the taste of summer. It's like literally the taste of my childhood. Like 
nothing there's no other mint chocolate chip like it and I have been like reveling in having and I keep it for like kid is down having time to myself I'm crumbling the cone into my big mug it's not even like my normal mug it's like a ridiculously oversized mug and enjoying my ice cream and until that thought of like what's fun and when were you carefree and I didn't really associate it to that I was just like well here you go having way too much sugar way too late but it really it isn't even (coughs) out of that when I go down my like binges of popcorn and cheese and my salty my sweet and savory snacks it really is for me like a a release of like I am not doing anything for anyone (coughs) I don't have any responsibility to meet right now I'm just gonna enjoy my ice cream you're too you funny. okay over there? No, no. I, I'm, I'm choking up about the mint chocolate chip ice cream here. <laughs> it's one of my guilty pleasures, too. I don't keep any in the house because of such things. Because <laughs> um, I would... Uh, ice cream is for all times of the year. Well, I have no I one's keeping track of how many quarts have walked into my house over the last yeah. few months. And I don't know why. Like, winter time's like my peak ice cream time. <laughs> it's kind of weird. Um, summer comes along I guess other people eating it doesn't make me want to eat it Um, (laughs) so what's been mending me is that I've actually been reading this book all about grace Mm. this infamous word grace and um, it's been blowing my mind because in the Christian faith like grace is what God gives you in order to save you But and then it also is what God gives you in order to sustain you, to get you through life, right? Um, But and then this book is also talking about how grace is not only the thing that sustains you and helps you keep on, but it's the thing that transforms you um, and changes you into this new person. And so just reading through these concepts and actually being changed like I, I've noticed my perspective change and I think that's the exciting part Torn Tribe is that as we read and expose ourselves which means you know we're always talking about that like have we exposed our kids enough to these different areas um, mm-hmm. how it truly does open new doors that you never knew were there or change the way you see and comprehend and think about things um, that you feel like you're a new person altogether. Cause I'm like, Oh gosh, I would have never looked at that situation like that in the past, knowing my old self, you know? So it's just been a really cool journey. Um, looking at this word that I thought was so simple, but it's so multifaceted. <laughs> it has so many different dimensions. And so it's constantly a great thing to choose um, and to receive. So it's been pretty amazing. That's cool. So, Torn Tribe, stay connected. Don't miss a beat. Meme, tell our folks how to stay connected with us. We are at Torn MLB on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, and we would absolutely love to hear from you. Give us some feedback, tell us a torn moment, share a mend. Um, feel free to leave us voice messages and 
we can be emailed to tornmlb at gmail.com. Thanks for joining. Choose grace. When you feel torn, choose Choose grace. grace.